Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. Welcome to Comic Confidential, the show where we bring you the very best in superhero and pop culture entertainment. My name is Troy, and this week I am joined by a very, <laughs> a very, <laughs> very animated, uh, very into it, uh, Cade Moyer. I don't What's wanna, going on, man? I don't want to brag, but I've got a standing desk, so I'm taking full uh, advantage of the motion that I have now. Well, that's fair. Um, and for, for everyone playing at home, we are doing this by Zoom. Uh, not necessarily, it's not COVID related or anything like that. It's just cause, uh, Hey, we're too lazy. <laughs> yeah. Too late. <laughs> we could not be bothered to drive maybe five minutes down the road to each other's. Yeah. I think it, it look, Hey, to, to be fair, it's about 10. Uh, so you've got a standing desk. I'm sitting, uh, like the, like the fat unathletic man I am. Uh, what's up, man? How's standing life? Uh, look, I'm not going to lie. It's already pretty shit. And you're going to actually probably hear me uh, getting more puffed as the uh, <laughs> the episode goes on. You'll be hearing me just, <sighs> yeah, so, <laughs> oh, boy. Imagine being so unathletic that you get puffed standing. <laughs> look, uh, I think it happens to some people. And uh, if that's you, you're fat. Yeah. Like, that's that's uh, there, there is nothing else to say. And we can say that. It's fine for us to say that, because uh, because we ain't we ain't no we ain't no shredded like lettuce boys. No, but I think even if we uh, if we were and you got puffed standing, there's something something wrong with you. Unless you're elderly, uh, go see yeah. go see a doctor. <laughs> Literally, your only excuse is if you if you're an old fart. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, mate, this week, what are we doing? We're talking the bloody news, aren't we? Yeah, this is a, a throwback to to yesteryear, yesterpod to to Comic Confidential 1.0, uh, the the alpha edition. We're now in the beta version. <laughs> a couple of <laughs> a couple betas, of, a couple of beta boys in, a, in the beta edition. Uh, look, well, yeah, we, basically we're gonna we're gonna a whole bunch of uh, it's we're just doing a news catch up. We're doing a people catch up, and we're doing a news catch up. We got a whole bunch of stuff that we want to run through that uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about, and we thought, hey. You know what? Let's just fucking do it. Yeah, and you know what? It's really all based around this like massive bombshell that kind of just dropped at time of recording uh, with ScarJo. ScarJo jo Hansen. Uh, she's throwing down with Disney and Disney Plus uh, because she ain't happy because she's getting squindled, mate. She is. She's getting, she's getting hoodwinked. She's getting swindled. She's getting robbed blind of that sweet cash money. So basically, it all comes down to the fact that um, her her contract with Marvel basically stipulated that uh, she would get a percentage of the box office, right? And uh, that sort of pays into into her wage. And effectively, what's happened with Disney Plus releasing directly to streaming, uh, which I don't think they were necessarily going to do initially, but they've released it directly to streaming. And guess what? That ha- guess what happens then? You get pirates, don't you? 
mate, you get pirates, you you start sailing the seven seas. And not only that, you know, you get you get people really taking advantage. They'll be doing watch parties. Exactly. You know, like, hey guys, all come over to my place. I, I just bought Black Widow and uh you know, you you'll get ten people in there watching that, or you know, people like you or me who have a shared account. And hey, 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 <laughs> hey now. I mean, hey now. not a, not not a shared account. It's all under the one house. See, Troy's actually in the room next to me. That's uh, right. Disney. That's how, that's how lazy we are. Disney, if you're listening, um, and uh, yeah, you know, it's I love the fact that we have that availability, but I can definitely see how it can hurt. Uh, box office and I guess individuals who have these types of contracts to go well look these two motherfuckers aren't paying for these tickets yeah and uh, I ain't happy and you know what it's not just ScarJo that's not happy it's also the the cinemas because yeah. they're missing out big time like this could platforms like this will sink AMC over in the states oh absolutely if, if it hasn't already I don't, I don't know if there's much coming back from for, for a couple of these sort of uh, like theater chain companies but when you look at like with black widow it took a like a 63 percent or something like that like a 60 something percent second week drop which is unprecedented for for flops for absolute shithouse flops and it's never happened in the history of the mcu this is the biggest the biggest second week drop and uh, obviously a lot of that is is due in part to the fact that yeah like a lot of people got to see it straight away they didn't have to leave their homes. Like you said, they were doing watch parties. They got shared accounts. You can get a perfectly fucking streamed edition right on your own computer for free the same night, the next day. And you can't tell me that people aren't doing that rather than forking out $35 or whatever it is, you know, to, to stream it at home or or more for two people to go to the cinemas. Yeah, so, it's, it's dangerous stuff for these cinemas, man. Like, and, and dangerous for these people who have these types of contracts because... Uh, it's been reported that ScarJo got paid $20 million to p- appear in this movie, which is, you know, that's gigantic in itself. Yeah, oh, um, yeah, absolutely. But there was also, you know, obviously a clause, and this is something that a lot of, I guess, um, I guess major actors do now, is that they they take a percentage of the box office. Yeah. And uh, I guess the, the, the nuts and bolts of this whole situation is that this wasn't supposed to, apparently it wasn't supposed to get released on streaming. This was supposed to be a um, cinema release only, and uh, yeah, Disney Disney just held on to this movie forever, and they must have just got to that breaking point where it was like, we need to release this one way or another because we're going to yep. be way, way, way in the red on this, and maybe it really wouldn't surprise me if they took the gamble to go. You know what? If we get sued, we have buffer for it. Exactly, as if Disney's not going to be able to pay. Fucking Scarlett Johansson, whatever it is she wants. That's pennies, pennies to to the mouse. But you got to look at it like uh, like Fast 9 have done it pretty well. So Fast 9 actually re- uh, releases to streaming, uh, I believe it's either, I think it's next week or when this episode drops, the week of this episode or something like that. Um, the time is irrelevant. But the fact is they let it go for about four or five weeks prior to actually releasing on streaming. And you're going to have that drop anyway, you know. But those first two weeks at the box office are absolutely crucial for uh, for for box office dollars. And Fast Nine raked it in over the first few weeks. Like it was number one, like for week one, two, three, and I think even maybe four. It might have dropped off after that. So you've you've got to you know you got to feel for it. There's a lot of potential lost like earning potential, um, you know, 
because they just had, they just didn't do it right. And they've done it similar ways before, but you know, we're not talking about a movie as big as Black Widow. Yeah, well, the thing is, like F9, I just did a quick Google. I used the one Google for the episode and... Um, done. You're done, mate. I'm done. But it's all, it, it pulled in. It's already pulled in over $600 million. In a COVID, like in a COVID-19 affected world, like that's nuts. That is nuts. That's that's genuinely crazy to... Man, that, but you know what? That's That's what you do for family. Well, that's exactly what you do for family. Now, use my Google and find out what Black Widow's done. Uh, <laughs> but basically, yeah, like, you know, and having made that money in the box office, like, they can kind of sit back and go, all right, well, now we'll release it to streaming and we'll, you know, we'll go fucking whatever, man. Like, whatever. If people pirate this thing, they pirate this thing. We've made our money. It's all all, all good. Um What's the what's the word on the Black Widow box office? So uh, Black Widow has grossed 158 million in at the box office. Yeah. So that's not too bad, and also 60 million from at home purchases. So you know that's not bad. See, it's 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 not bad, but this movie probably had like 150 fucking million dollar budget, right? And then you know you're looking at that 60 percent second week drop. Like, it could have made a shit ton more. You know what I mean? And I don't think ScarJo's contract has anything to do with streaming. I don't know if she gets any of the fucking streaming money. I think the contract specifically says box office. Whether they're going to count that as box office or not, I don't know. Uh, but a lot of people have come out in support of her. Uh, Kevin Feige's come out and said, you know, it's disgusting. Disney have kind of, you know, they've had their little backlash and said that they're, you know, incredibly upset and, uh, you know... <laughs> disappointed i guess uh with scarlett johansson and let's look let's let's be clear it's not scarlett johansson necessarily she's it's, not the it's one her management it's her management it's, it's her management yeah that's exactly. what it is she's not the one that's you know <laughs> that's fucking calling up the lawyer and going let's fucking do this it's her it's her management so you, you know it is what it is yeah but um disappointing all round uh i guess ultimately it doesn't matter because she's not coming back anyway <laughs> she's pretty much done uh, so as long, as long as Florence Pugh is happy with how everything went, that's kind of all that really matters. Uh, yeah. Hey, speaking of Florence Pugh, this is a segue into kind of the next story. Uh, being that uh, the release date of the next Disney Plus television series, Hawkeye, has finally been announced, November 24, are you keen? You know what? I am... Um I'm as keen for this as I was for Loki. And uh, I was, I was, you know, I had no expectations for Loki. Would you say your expectations were Loki? Oh, hey. I was Loki only a little bit excited for it. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. Uh, but look, I have no expectations, man. Hawkeye, I think, is one of the most dog shit characters in the MCU. Come on and now. Um, no, you come on, mate. And come on now. Now nah, you come on. And um, you know what are we fucking twenty six movies or something into the MCU? And I twenty four. Pal, calm down. Well, uh, well, okay, count these series though. So um, you know, I I still do not have like any care factor for this character. Like he could have he could have been the dude that jumped off the the thing in Milnor, and uh, I wouldn't have cared. Is that what the place was called? I think so. Milnor? Milnor or Vilmore or something like that. <laughs> Red Skull's place. <laughs> it's Vormir. Vil that's maybe it, yeah. 
that's but that's, it, that's, a, that's it's just thing. down the road. It's just down the road from Milnor, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a good ten minute drive from the Milnor CBD. Uh, I was uh, thinking of the variant. Sorry, mate. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, what about the fact that we get Kate Bishop, Haley Steinfeld? Don't care. Oh, you know what? Like, we're genuinely building to the Young Avengers because we've got the young Loki that we saw in Loki. Yeah, uh, we, we're getting her. You know, we are also getting the the Miss Marvel TV series yep. that no one's really talking about. Um, oh, apparently, mate. No, calm down, because apparently there was fan backlash on the internet today because Hawkeye was announced as having a release date, and then Miss Marvel fans took to the internet to demand, demand, I say. To Disney Plus to give them the date, the release. Date. I'm not kidding. Don't shake your head at me. This is a thing that actually happened. They were they were demanding the release date for Miss Marvel because we got the release date for uh, for Hawkeye. Man, they all need to chill because like all ten of all ten of those fans just need to chill. <laughs> yeah, just calm the fuck down. It's gonna it's gonna happen. You're gonna get it. Uh, so that's a big break between uh, between Loki finishing in July and us uh, not getting the next series until November. Uh, so a chance to kind of breathe, I guess, if you will, um, from these Marvel TV series. What's, your, what's kind of been your, and we're not going to deep dive into this or anything like that, but what's been your overall take of these? You know, we've had the three so far. Um, what's your overall take on, on the quality that we've gotten from these three series? Uh, I think Loki was easily above and beyond all the other TV series. Um, The the thing with WandaVision is that it was an absolute, um, I guess, a a, a shit show for fans because there were so many theories going around and none of them paid off. And, like, the actors and Marvel, they were really leaning into that and it was kind of just leading everyone on. And it just just kind of, there was a nothing kind of finale apart from, okay, cool, we got Scarlet Witch and, you know, Wow, like we what 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 else was I expecting from that? Um, with uh with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, yep, hey, cool, we we Come got there now. in the end, and uh, you know what the the thing is like that that storyline was so heavily altered because of COVID because it was supposed to be a um uh kind of like a pandemic outbreak that was the plot line for that series. So yeah. I mean they had to go and change that and. You know, like it was, it was good enough. Um, I would not rate the uh, the new Falcon slash Captain America suit. Oh come uh, on now! No man, like get you know, out of here. That's no. that's my favorite. That's my favorite MCU suit. You are nah, high. Nah, man. You know what I? You know what I hate about it is the cow. What? Is the is the headpiece? The the glasses specifically, like oh, uh, no, just the like the bit that just half wraps around his head. Like I get it, it's in the comics, but in the comics it still looks shit. Mate, you lose all of the heat from the top of your head. You need to keep that part open <laughs> so you can regulate the temperature. It's nah. fucking ingenious. Nah, you know what? If you just had goggles, I'll be so much happier. <laughs> just goggles. Yeah, just the just the goggles. Uh, nothing like, else, lose, just the, lose goggles. the head. Lose the headpiece. I, I think a, it was ridiculous. And a, and a real fucking falcon. None of this red wing shit no more. Give us yeah. a real bird. At least that shits two. on his shoulder. You know, like those weird people that you see in the supermarkets. I fucking hate like, those people. Oh you- man, they come into the supermarkets and they got their parrots or whatever on their fucking shoulder, and they got like bird shit down the, <laughs> down the back of their shirt. Usually a Hawaiian shirt because yeah. they're like overweight. Um, usually have a goatee or something. Usually like have that. a goatee, uh, male or female. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
and always bird shit. That, that that's the Sam that's the Sam Wilson Captain America slash Falcon that I want. That's my Captain America. That's my Captain America. <laughs> uh, until that happens in the MCU, uh, not interested. Um, just very quickly, I, I thought. Um, I obviously I like that suit. That's fine. Uh, I thought Falcon Falcon vs Winter Soldier was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I understand that the story was a little bit like not a lot happened, uh, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. I think um, I really enjoyed WandaVision, but I think it uh, that was made more by it had a really strong middle act. I think the end was a bit of a letdown. The start was a bit like what the fuck is actually happening here? I mean, I'm here for it, but it's a bit uh, thing. But Loki all the way through, I was pretty well like, yeah, this is this is the shit. Except I was very, and you know, I know you guys just did an episode on Loki, so we're not going to talk about it. But I was just very, uh, kind of like, what the fuck is this guy's like skill set? What's his actual power fucking rating here? Like he can fucking you know hold and move like entire buildings, and then also get the shit kicked out of him by fucking randos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I just don't know what the hell is happening anymore. Uh, but overall, I thought it was good. Yeah. Look, there's there's just so much about that whole Loki and those whole power sets that. Man, that's a rabbit hole that you can really go down. And uh, I don't think they knew what they were doing there, man. But, you know, back to Hawkeye. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is how interesting Hawkeye is. Hawkeye exactly. is so uninteresting that everyone just starts talking about the other Marvel, Marvel look, series instead. Look, if I've, I've said this before, and if this is not the, uh, the Hawkeye series... Um, I'm going to be really, really disappointed. Um, I want him and his daughter just to go around New York City finding all his uh, all his arrows that he shot. Yeah, well, now that Black Widow has set a precedent of being able to set these shows kind of, you know, wherever, in between sort of things, then this one is set right after the battle in New York. And it's, yeah, it's literally just Hawkeye walking around, just picking up his arrows going, fuck. Fuck, I hate this part of the day. Yeah. Or I want it to be him... Uh, looking through a um, a barber's book at haircuts and then deciding that's the one that I want. That's what I want to look like in Endgame. <laughs> whose, whose decision was that? Like, at, <laughs> at what point is he so devastated by the loss of his family that he takes on the name Ronan and just starts randomly killing everybody? But he also has time to go to a fucking barber and go, you know what, I'll take the fuck boyest haircut you've got. You know what I think it was? He actually uh, he he went to Springfield in that time, and he joined the uh, the Springfield nuclear plants uh, softball team. And Mister Burns came along and was like, "Mate, get rid of those sideburns," and that was the outcome. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ! That's all. <laughs> so I don't know where your mind was going. I don't know where that was going, but uh, I like where we ended up. Uh, November twenty fourth. Keep an eye out for it. Be keen. Because uh, it's coming whether you want it or not. Uh, look, I'm I'm keen. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do with the story. I think if they keep it like super, uh, well, they're going to have to keep it super grounded. No one's got powers. But they keep it super grounded. I like Haley Steinfeld. Um, so hey, I'm keen enough. But goddamn it, just tell me when fucking Miss Marvel's coming. Because if you don't tell me, if you don't give me the fucking the release date for that, I'm going to fucking riot. Look, you're not wrong. You're okay. not wrong. We're, we're, we're going to start a um, a three man riot. Hey, you know, look at what small crowds did to um, to uh, releasing the Snyder Cut. You never know exactly. what two two angry fat boys will do. Well, exactly. Uh, but hey, good segue. Good segue. Uh, wasn't intended, but we're going to talk about the um, 
the we're going to talk about a couple of things similar to that. We're going to talk about releasing the air cut, which is a still a thing that's trending on the internet. Uh, people are still demanding. <laughs> they're now demanding. People get on the internet and demand things all the time, but they're still now demanding uh, that Warner Brothers release the air cut, which he has said is a heartfelt, uh, emotional uh, movie with uh, not a single radio song in it is his uh, exact words. Not a single radio song, whatever that means. Uh, I think that's a dig at Zack Snyder. That's like a real dig at Zack Snyder. You reckon? Um, oh, he loves mm. those needle drops, man. Every single movie does. Goddamn fucking uh, Justice League had 4,000 of them. And then you watch Army of the Dead and, you know, you've got the you've got the Elvis song at the start. You've got all this thing happening. This, that's Zack Snyder through and through. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, uh, with James Gunn's Suicide Squad releasing in less than a week the week that this episode will drop uh do you do you at all give a shit uh, about the air cut of uh of the old school suicide squad no not at all and from everything that i've heard because like i've checked in on a couple of reviews for this movie and it's basically been getting tens across the board yeah, everyone's like, fucking loving this shit. Man, this is supposed to be like the the creme de la creme of DC movies. So yeah. I'm I'm really fucking pumped because I have like no expectations for it. And yeah. if I'm hearing shit like this, because the trailers really just show that the the bad guy's Staru. And that's about it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really give away too much. No, it doesn't. And I don't even think he's the big villain in it. Uh spoiler, I guess, yeah. if I'm right, which I will be. Um <laughs> it's, happened. it's happened before. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm really I'm really stoked for it, and everything that I've heard is that man, the first one is just like swept under the rug. Exactly, and and that's kind of my thing. Like how how salty is David Ayer going to be when James Gunn's Suicide Squad releases to to like fucking rave reviews? Because it's already you know it's it, it's basically it's 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes after 43 reviews. Don't know where it's going to like actually land when it comes out, and everybody starts reviewing it and all that sort of stuff. IGN have given it a nine out of ten. Like it's just. Everywhere you look, comicbook.com, all these things are praising it, calling it, you know, one of the best movies, like one of the best comic book movies uh, that DC's produced and, and all this sort of stuff. Um, fuck, that guy's going to be so salty oh, when yeah. that shit comes out. And it's like yeah. nobody's talking about his shitty ass Suicide Squad anymore. Yeah, man, it's like, what's the, what's the future for the, the DC EU or the world of DC or whatever they call it these days? Um, Aquaman 2, baby, it's coming. Oh. Yeah, I, well, you know, they're, they're building this thing, man, and oh, how the fuck don't we have a Man of Steel 2 yet is beyond me. Um, well, give, give James Gunn <laughs> Man of Steel 2. Just, you, hey, if if Suicide Squad is even like 75% what everybody is already saying it is, then give James Gunn everything. Yeah. But, um, you know, you're talking about Man of Steel 2, and we already know that Warner Brothers are planning on releasing a um uh for for lack of a better definition a black superman movie 
um, with Tanahisi Coates writing and JJ Abrams producing. Um, so they're looking to to run that way. Uh, it's just been released that uh, Michael B. Jordan is looking to develop a Val Zod um, series. There's a that's a that's another Black Superman Earth Two Superman um, for uh, HBO Max. He's looking to develop a series for that. So I think with that happening, and I think with um, you know the Tanahisi Coates written uh, Superman movie coming, uh, a Man of Steel is done. Like we are not getting that movie. That is, they've they've moved past that. Man, why do why do they hate him? Why do they hate know. Henry Cavill? What they, did he do? They, I don't who's, know. Was he, who's he got pictures of? He doesn't have. You know what it is. Every every Warner Brothers executive's wife has pictures of Henry Cavill. That's what <laughs> he, it is. He doesn't have pictures of anybody. Everybody's got pictures of him, and everyone's pissed off because no one looks like him. No one's as bloody good looking as Henry Cavill, and they're all like, you know what? I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this bastard. I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking producing. I'm not paying for another movie for this guy to get his fucking shirt off while I am fucking happily married. And you know what? I know what scene it is too, because it's a scene that replays in my head anytime I'm uh, I'm alone. Is uh, it's the fucking oil rig scene? Oh man, that and the the scene where he runs around that house. Yeah, and steals the fucking shirt. Because he's a fucking common thief, but oof, man, you know yeah. what I mean? God damn, <laughs> that's the best we've ever gotten on screen. Let me tell I, you, phew, man. <laughs> you could just end the DCEU right there. You could just put Finn on the screen, and I'm done. <laughs> done. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff happening in the worlds of uh, Warner Brothers, um, whether it's motion picture or whether it's on HBO Max. When it comes to Superman, uh, just not the Superman um, that we would like to see more of in the sense of Henry Cavill's Superman. But yeah, uh, what do you think about a Michael B. Jordan um, developed slash probably starred in HBO Max series about Earth 2 Superman? Oh man, I could be cool. Could be cool. I, um, I'm hearing that the, uh, the Lois and Superman TV show is like one of the best things on TV just in general at the moment. So um, you know, if it, and I've I've watched the first two episodes of that, and uh, man, I was I I was hooked on it, and then it went on this big massive COVID break, and I just haven't got back to it. Yeah. Um, but man, I'm always down for more Superman in my world. You know, we've yeah. got Titans coming out soon, where we've got um, Superboy. Uh, you know, mm, Superboy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. A version of it. Yeah. So, man, get, just give me more super people. I'm all down just, for it. Just give me as many super people as you got. And not only uh, that, you know, we've got Supergirl coming out in the Flash movie. Oh, okay, cool. I thought you were going to talk about the TV show for a second there, and I was going to go, mate, no. <laughs> but um, you're spot on in uh, when you're talking about Lois and uh, Clark, or whatever it's called, Superman and Lois, <laughs> Lois and Clark. We- <laughs> with Dean Kane. With Dean Kane. Yeah, with Terry Hatcher and Dean Kane. Great show. Um, but when you're talking about um, Superman and Lois, it is very good. Um, it struggles a bit at times with uh, the classic low-budget TV show um, effects and sometimes, like, you know, the the episode they came back with from the break, while a very good episode, initially you're kind of looking at it and you're like, that all of that is fucking just horribly fake. And it sort of takes you out of it a little bit. But for the most part, when they're just doing the story and when they're doing the acting and stuff like that, it's actually really good. It's a really good story. Uh, so I enjoy what they're doing with that. I think, uh, man, give me anything with Michael B. Jordan and I will be happy. 
that's about all I can say on that. There has been a lot of uh, leaked Flash stuff going around as well. Have did you, you been- see? Did you see the leaked trailer, man? Oh, I have not seen a leaked trailer. Yeah, there was like a leaked footage or a leaked trailer. Uh, it man, it, it got ripped off the internet quicker than fucking anything I've seen in my life. Damn, I can imagine. How have they? How have they put together a trailer already? Oh, I don't know if it's a trailer, but it could have been test footage or something like that. Like even even finding details about this is really hard. It's sketchy because uh, essentially what it was was uh, Supergirl, uh, Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman, and The Flash all in like Michael Keaton's like Batship or something like that. He's <laughs> Batship. <laughs> <laughs> they're all stepping. They're all stepping all over Michael Keaton's Batship. Yeah, this movie is going to be wild. Um. I've seen the uh, the footage of the um, the Ben Affleck's Batman's bloody stunt double on the Bat Cycle, um, cruising around Gotham, chasing after some sort of like armored truck or whatever it is. Uh, that looks pretty cool. Uh, apparently, I don't know how this works, but I'm sure I read today that the body double for Ben Affleck's Batman is also the body double for Robert Pattinson's Batman. Does that make any sense to you? Am I really? Am I going crazy? Because, because I'm sure that's what I read. And I'm like, those two could not be more different physically. Am I right? I'm man, I haven't seen Robert Patterson in ages. He could be could be Jacked Man. I don't think he's Jacked. He said he wasn't going to get Jacked for this movie. He yeah, said but I'm he's not- a big fucking troll too. Well, that's true. That is true. Uh, but apparently, the um, I guess the biggest point of contention from all of the stuff that was released... Uh, recently is the fact that the flash's suit uh it looks like it's going to be part practical part cgi um which uh, has has people kind of up in arms and i know a lot of like that happens a lot of times i mean it happens with fucking iron man suit obviously uh we've seen the shit that fucking uh, josh brolin wore as like thanos uh, and all of these people, you know, kind of like rolling around in, in these, you know, these these sort of suits made specifically for VFX. Um, but apparently this one's pissed people off more than anything. Like a lot of people are really upset with the fact that it's going to be a, a partly CGI suit. Man, it needs to be part CGI because, you know, if you base it off the, um, the I guess, the concept art that they've got, it's kind of like this thing has glowing channels of energy through it. So Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm fully down for that. And if you want a practical suit, like I, I love the Shazam movie, but that suit was a bit rubbish. Well, that was a, you know, it was a like a classic muscle suit, wasn't it? Yeah, like a padded muscle suit. You know who didn't have a muscle suit? Reported, not a single fake muscle in his suit. Henry fucking Cavill. I would believe it. Dead set true. No stuffing in the jocks area. <laughs> I don't know about that, uh, but not a single, not a single bit of uh, padding in the muscle area. Apparently, so yeah, but just anyway. a just a beast of a man. Just so. a beast of a man. Um, anyway, I agree with you. Like, fuck, like, how are you not going to have this suit as part CGI? Like, wh- why are people upset? Why do people think this is disappointing? Like, well, I don't because, know. If- uh, these people, Troy. These people obviously think that uh, he, he he can actually tap into the speed force. The the actor can tap into the speed force and generate the effects himself because otherwise uh, it's all fake, mate. Man, people on the internet are fucking weird, aren't they? They're like, you know, there's some strange people out there. 
I know some of you listen to this show, you goddamn weirdos. Uh, most of you are pretty good, <laughs> to be fair. Um, hey, here's the thing that's happening. I'm moving on. Uh, here's the thing that's happening. Predator fucking five is happening. <laughs> yep. We we sort of already knew it was happening. Uh, director Dr- uh, Dan Trachtenberger, uh, who did 10 Cloverfield Lane, is coming back to uh, to direct Predator 5, which is going to be titled Skull. Oh. Which I think is um, certainly different. It's not Predator or Predators or The Predator or Alien vs. Predator or anything like that. Predator 2. Nah, it's Skull. And apparently he's, uh, the big plan is to uh, take things back to basics. And he believes that his movie will be as good as the first. Uh, what oh, do you think? What do you can, think about that? It, that is the fucking most bold statement in the world. Um, unless he's got like John claude Van Damme in the suit, cracking the shits every 10 minutes and then gets replaced by a no-namer. He, he has no chance of replicating this first movie. It's got, but it's got to be the lobster-looking suit that yeah. Van Damme was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie that brings back the Van Damme lobster suit that we were all fucking hoping made it to the final cut of the first movie. Yeah, but you know what? Like with a name like Skull, fuck man, I hope they pay off uh, Predator Two when you go down into the the Predator's lair in, in the, the ship in the subway. Oh, was it in the ship or in it the was subway? In the ship. No, he went in their ship. Ah, and you just see all the different skulls because man, that was like. The, the world's first pop culture genuine crossover where you saw, like, the, the alien skull and you're like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, man, yeah. I remember I remember seeing it the, for the first time. Like, the first time I watched that movie and you see the xenomorph skull on the wall, I shat my pants. I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing that's ever happened. And then they did Alien vs. Predator and I wanted to basically shoot myself and yeah. mount myself on the Predator's wall because that movie was fucking <laughs> terrible. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a big fucking statement, isn't it? It's to too say, big. You know, to say that your fifth Predator movie after the release of 2019's The Predator, which was absolute ass, to be fair. I know you liked it, but fuck me, that movie was dumb as shit. Um, hey, more power to you if you if you've got that uh, that kind of belief in yourself, I guess. Yeah. Uh, good. Good for him if he can go out there and um, say, "Look, I can do this." Uh, all. All the luck to you. All the luck to you. Um, all right. So you have. Uh, you've told me this is news that I got from you, and I know there's been some talk about this, but they're talking about the Marvel characters um, essentially making it back to the movies. Is that a thing that's legitimately happening, or what? We're talking about the Marvel Netflix characters, I'm assuming. Yeah, so this is something that is uh, getting a lot of attention. And, man, I'm surprised you're not all over this. So, essentially, uh, Kingpin is coming back. Okay, confirmed for the like, for the uh, Spider-Man multiverse. Yeah, yeah, something. something. Um, no, he's actually going into the uh, Hawkeye series. Oh, okay, excellent. Yeah. So that that becomes as much canon of the MCU as it as it can. Yeah. And um, man, if you got him coming back into the the MCU, that just leaves those floodgates open to yeah. always leave out Iron Fist. <laughs> always, just whatever you do, just fucking leave out Iron Fist. Um, I know we still got Oscar Isaac's Moon Knight series coming. That's a thing that's happening. 
Um, that opens up, um, you know, plenty. I mean, that's that's something that could essentially give us more Daredevil. Um, I think uh, if we can get Charlie Cox back as Daredevil, I'd be pretty happy with that. To be fair, if we could get, if we could only get like a handful of them back, I would get fucking Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. I'd get Charlie Cox's Daredevil, and maybe, maybe Mike Coulter's Luke Cage. I don't even know. Maybe not even him. Maybe John Bernthal's Punisher. But even yeah. that, uh, you know, I mean, fuck, I don't know, man. Well, okay, okay. Let's let's speculate. Imagine if the uh, the Hawkeye series was Hawkeye actually chasing down the the Punisher. Ooh, well, that would be interesting. Who who wins that fight? Right, it's got to be the Punisher. And fucking easy. The Punisher's like <laughs> just pulls out a gun. Yeah, he's like, oh, you got arrows. Well, how about this fucking rocket launcher? Uh, hey, and then as a Hawkeye's dying, he's like Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know what happened in Budapest anyway, so um, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, look, that this is the this is the good thing about this is a good thing about Hawkeye, especially if they are bringing back Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Then why can't they bring those other characters back? I'm not saying they'll do it because you don't want to have too many in there. But at the end of the day, who the fuck else is like Hawkeye really going to battle in yeah. this series? Yeah, exactly. And you know, there's there's always been the rumors that uh, Charlie Cox is going back uh, into the MCU through Spider Man. Yep, yep. And I'd be one hundred percent down for that. But you know, if that movie is going to be as jam packed as they say it's going to be, phew, oof, well, it's going to have all the Spider Men in it. It's going to have Andrew Garfield. It's going to have Tobey Maguire's chins. It's gonna have, <laughs> it's gonna have all the chins are gonna be in there, uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, the whole thing is nuts. I say just, uh, I say if you can bring back Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin, if you can bring back Charlie Cox's Daredevil, do that. Uh, the rest of them, uh, I could probably live without. To be fair, yeah, yeah especially you, Iron Fist, you fucking, you bastard, well, man. I, I would. I would absolutely love and flip out to see Iron Fist in um, Shang-Chi. Nah. I would like, okay, no. Okay, fine. I would love to see Iron Fist, anybody that isn't the one that was uh, was played by Finn Jones, though. Like, give me a new Iron Fist. Like, if you want to introduce a new Iron Fist, fuck, that would be amazing. Imagine at some point if, if uh, like, Shang-Chi came across... Luke Cage and Iron Fist, Power Man and Iron Fist. Oh, that would be fucking amazing. I'd be, fucking, I'd be amazing. It'd be so goddamn good, but they, you know, as long as they did it with somebody who wasn't Finn Jones, and let's be fair, we probably need to move past Mike Coulter as well, but man, fucking that would be awesome. Even as a post-credit scene, I'll fucking take that. We know fucking, we know, uh, what's that guy's name? <laughs> Who's Dr. Strange's pal? Uh, the guy that's fighting the Abomination. Benedict Wong. What's his name? Uh, yeah, uh, fucking just Wong. <laughs> is that his name? Yeah. Is that is Benedict Wong's character's name Wong? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. That should have been way easier to remember then. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, he's in it, is my point. Uh, so, you know, why, why not? Why not give us an Iron Fist? I'm down anyway, for that. Imagine the fight between the two. They're supposed to be the two best. Oh, it'd be so good. It'd be so good. But that's why you can't have Finn Jones. Finally, Cade, uh, man, Reebok, right? <laughs> uh, mind you, one of the best shoe brands out there. If you're not wearing Reeboks, 
I even want to know about it. Uh, Reeboks have crossed over with uh, Jurassic Park, and the Reebok Jurassic Park collection has just dropped, and we have had a look at it, and it is fucking amazing. If you haven't seen it, check it out, because some of these shoes, man, Jesus Christ, this is like... I don't think I'm the type of person that could get away with wearing these shoes necessarily. Uh, but, man, I wish I was because some yeah, of them look, are fucking great. I wish I was 20 years younger because I'll be rocking some of these shoes for sure. Man, yeah. I even – you know what? These are – to be honest, these aren't shoes to be worn. These are shoes to collect. Uh, yeah, but some of them are to be worn, man. You can't You can't have those things and not take them out to the streets and go, look at these fucking T-Rex looking things on my feet. I got velociraptors on my feet, boy. You better watch out, boy. You better watch out. Um, I guess my point is here, like, because this is obviously a very visual thing. So I want everyone to go and look at this Reebok versus Jurassic Park collection. But as far as these sorts of things go, like, what is one thing that you would want Reebok to do a crossover with? If you could have anything uh, as far as, you know, that sort of pop culture uh, something within the pop culture movie zeitgeist. What would you have on your Reebok shoes? Oh, that's a that's a good question. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go triggering for you. Oh, um, <clears throat> I would love Reebok to release the uh, the running shoes that you do see in Forrest Gump when he does a co- oh, cross country running. <laughs> come on now, get out of here with your Forrest Gump uh, yeah, shit. Because I, I think they were Reeboks too. They probably were Reeboks, Cade. And, you know, it fucking almost completely sent the company broke. How <laughs> <laughs> dog shit that movie was. Oh, uh, man. They, they lost so many sales because fucking Forrest Gump endorsed fucking Reebok. Um, I'm going to go something way cooler than that. I would like to see, and this is, you know, tying in with the release of uh, G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. I would like to see a G.I. Joe crossover. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Because I think that would be pretty cool. I think there's a lot of fucking cool G.I. Joe characters or a Street Fighter one, now that I think about it. You could either go Street Fighter. Imagine, like, some full green, like, Blanca ones with just, like, an orange tongue or something like that. I don't know. Oh, no, bit- no, nah, nah, I'm, I'm raising it. I'm raising it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, you could only do four. Nah, you can do heaps more. Because you, you can do Master like- Splinter. You can do Shredder. You can Bebop, Rocksteady. Yeah, uh, fucking the other ones, like the little foot purple clan. tufts of hair on the end. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 master splinter ones are just like just actual dead rats that they've just like cut out and stuffed. No, and no, no, them- they're like what master splinter wore, where it was just like a piece of wood <laughs> and some twine. Just those, just those uh, classic Asian samurai clogs. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would be pretty good. I mean, it's I'll no street, it's no Street Fighter, but uh, I like it. It's certainly better than fucking Forrest Gump. Maybe uh, that could be the crossover: is Street Fighter vs Ninja Turtles. Street Fighter vs Ninja Turtles. Why haven't they made that game yet? Or have they? Marvel vs Capcom. Uh, <laughs> Ninja Turtles aren't Marvel. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> anything else that you want to discuss this week before we uh, before we wrap this episode up? No, mate. I think I think that's it. You know, you can't beat some some good kick talk right at the end of an episode because you talk about kicks, 
and an audio only platform, people oh, are man. all on board for that. They're, they're, they're like, they're like, oh my god, I can visualize these shoes so well. These guys have done such a great job at describing them. Uh, just for those playing at home, um, Kate has had on those fucking sunglasses from the. <laughs> Uh, those deal with it sunglasses uh, from fucking memes and whatnot. He's had them on for like a good 10 minutes now and I haven't been able to concentrate properly because he just looks very fucking weird. Uh, and this is why I don't do Zoom calls normally because he can put effects on and stuff. And normally when he's in the room, he can't. He's just fat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's no effect. Uh, hey, that is going to do it though for today. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, if you like what you've heard, why not do one of these things? Uh, you can hit the subscribe button. Uh, you can leave us a review, right? Uh, you can just tell a friend about us, which is probably the best thing to do for the show, or you can uh, join the Facebook listener community by searching the Comic Confidential listener community on Facebook. And if you want to get in contact with us or just join in on the conversation, the links to all our socials are in the show notes for this episode. And finally, Comic Confidential is part of the CC Radio Network alongside other great shows like The Countdown with Paul and Wayne and Believe, uh, hosted by the man uh, sitting way across the, the, the city, uh, Cade. It's pretty good. Go check it out. Season 12 will be probably dropping by the time this episode comes out. Holy shit, season 12. It's a lot what of seasons, fucking, man. How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, it's going to end really disappointingly. All my listeners are going to want to kill me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but that is, uh, if you want to check out those other shows, you just head to ccradio.com.au to check those out. Uh, Kate, thank you uh, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join me, uh, your friend, uh, <laughs> uh, for an episode uh it's been great having you on um i'm sure everyone's enjoyed it you've been on for a couple now look that's this is three sweet. in a row three, three in a row, row. That's, that's it that's a hat trick mate so um i'm off to go sink piss now to celebrate my hat trick <laughs> <laughs> uh, we won't see you for another 30 odd episodes uh but hey uh, it's been great uh that is it though Thanks for listening. As always, I'm Troy. I'm Cade. And this has been Comic Confidential. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.